Hello, this is Andrew WK, and I'm here to remind you that we're partying very hard together on the Freaky Geeks podcast. No, is it not going? It's going now. Is it going now? <laughs> when did it go? Do I have to do that again? Yep. Hi, my name's Noelle, again, just in case that cut off. And I'm your annoying aunt on Facebook who has skipped the Halloween countdown altogether and is already sharing how many days till Christmas. Ugh. Oh, that's awful. I know, it's real. Hi, my name's Shane Smith, and I'm the chef that prepares Warren Jeff's meals in a Texas jail, and I rub my butthole on all of them. I hope so. It would be fun. Or like you do... Uh, <laughs> Not that he's eating them. <laughs> yeah, well, they're putting them in the force feeder. Oh, yeah. Or you could do like, uh, we've been watching Viva La Bam because we live a beautiful life, and there's the episode where Johnny Knoxville is pranking him, mm-hmm. and he just puts the clam chowder in his mouth and he gargles oh, it and God. then spits it into the bowl. Just thinking about it makes me want to puke. You could do, I hope that's what they do with Ooh. his like, you know, mushed food already. Yep. Just gurgle it around. Ooh. So, yeah. Speaking of gurgling around. Welcome to the podcast, everyone. If this is your first time listening to the podcast, go back. You've gone too far. Yeah. Why are you here right now? <laughs> Part four? Yeah, yeah. What type of man? This is a four of a. This is part four of a four-part series. We're deep into it. Yeah. Um, for those of you who know what's happening, uh, welcome to the end of the FLDS series. Thank God. Yeah, Noel doesn't have to lose her mind anymore. Yeah. And then we'll do lighter subjects soon. We're going to be doing sexy pasta yeah, again. Yeah, the group kind of sparked this on their own. Yeah. So if you are a person who has a funny, horrific, or weird sex story, and we don't mean horrific in the sad way, we no. mean like no, the no. like we mean y- like in the you know like weird and fun, then i found out it was her mom type of way that's kind of fun fuck? right what the fuck right what did you just say then i found out it was her mom i don't like i don't know you were fucking someone and then you found out it was your ex's mom i don't know Oh, okay yeah that could be fun something fun that type of horrific okay yeah exactly no one's got it not like child Stuff. No, no, no. No molesta. No illegal, this could get you arrested. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Only only uh, fun stuff. Yeah, I mean, Fun yeah. silly. We like silly. Bad silly. So anyway, give us your bad sex stories or your triumphant sex stories. Yeah. We've had a few. We had a listener who gave us a story about the time he was at high school and uh, he let a girl pierce his nipple and then she blew him mm-hmm. in like the audiovisual closet. Yeah, that's Fuck yeah. yeah. The heavy metal. That was awesome. Yeah, good I like a you. good one every now and then. So anyway. You can send it to us individually on Facebook or Instagram or the podcast um, Facebook or Instagram or, or you can email us. Yeah, freakygeekspodcast at gmail.com. And then title it Sexy Pasta. Also, um... You can be like, hey, I edited people's names out, or we'll do it for you. Yeah, yeah. We won't say anyone's names. We All of you will anonymous. remain anonymous. If you ask to be named, we will still keep you anonymous because we don't, we, that's not, we're, we're, none of us are in this for. Yeah, why would you want that? Yeah, you're fucking no, weird. We're Stop being make, yeah, so weird. We're not going to do that. So, yeah, Sexy Pasta is going to be my brain's break because, you know, it's not sexy or full of pasta all of that child molestation I had to read. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, it was brutal. Yeah, so um, I'm glad that's over. Also, pretty soon, we're going to do some episodes uh, where I teach Noelle how to play Warhammer. Yeah, we have Warhammer episodes coming up. We have Star Wars episodes coming up. Yep, yep. So, uh, And we have a sex episode coming yeah. up. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's going to be fun. Yeah, we're excited. Um... Uh, I just barely got back from Montana. You did. Montana was good. Yeah. Um, you got a cute little award. I did. The Air Force gave me a medal, it's which is cute. fun. 
It's like a buffalo head. Yeah, so uh, anyone at the 120th Air Wing who's listening to this, thank you so much. You guys were great. I fucking actually had a really good time in Montana. It was awesome. Yeah, you were there with Isaac. Yeah, Isaac Hirsch. Uh, he was on uh, the first live episode of this podcast we ever did. What the story with Isaac, if I remember correctly, is like he couldn't get his dick in a vagina. He right? can't get his penis into women. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's a real yeah. problem. Has that been solved? Do we know? No, it hasn't. His penis still doesn't work sometimes. Huh. I don't know and by it doesn't about. work, we don't mean it doesn't get hard. We don't mean that it's too big. We mean literally that he just can't get it inside of women. It's oh, like a is she not wet enough? No, no, they are. We don't know what's happening here. Hmm. Um, hey, everyone, do you want to see me do comedy? Yeah. That could be a thing you're into. Maybe this weekend, um, the 16th and 17th, I will sure. be at Wise Guys Comedy Club hanging out with Moshe Kasher. Yeah. Yeah, I'm yeah, so yeah. Jealous. So that'll be fun. I love Moshe. Um, I'll be doing small sets, just hanging out, hosting the shows, but it'll be fun. Uh, then, September 10th through the 16th, I will be headlining the LA Comedy Club at the Stratosphere in Las Vegas Yeah. every night at 8 p.m. 21 and over, we're assuming. Yeah. Every night at 8 p.m. That's going to be a lot of shows. That is a lot of shows, and in Vegas. Oof. Um, so if you're in Vegas and you want to hang out with me, I'll probably be looking to skate and or play games. Um, if and you're I, in Vegas otherwise... and you want to hang out with me, I want to learn how to gamble and we can make it like a Rain Man situation and I'll rent a tuxedo. When are you going to Vegas? I don't know if anyone wants to take me to Vegas. <laughs> this, is an open, this is an open call out. If you want to take me to Vegas and also teach me how to gamble. Um, I can do that for you. I will also be in Grand Junction, Colorado, headlining the Mesa Theater September 29th at 8 p.m. So if you want to see me in a theater and you live in Colorado and you didn't see me the first time, or if you live in other parts of Colorado, Grand Junction. Also kind of like Utah is kind of close to Yeah, Grand yeah, Junction. or Idaho, sure. Yeah. The Mesa Theater, everyone, in Grand Junction should be a great time. Um... Also, uh, I don't have exact dates, but I'm doing a show in Spokane in, in uh, next year. I'm doing shows in Spokane in January. Um, I'm doing a benefit show for Sober Living in Texas, in Austin, in, I think, April. Mm -hmm. So anyway, I've got shows coming up. If you want to see me, uh, check my website, ShaneSmithComedy.com. Yeah. I think I update that sometimes. <laughs> anyway, yeah, I'm around. It. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much to everyone who supports us on Patreon. Oh my god, we have to read Patreon. Fuck. I don't know that we have new Patreons. We do. We do. We'll have to read them next time. Oh no. Oh, no. Uh, we love you, Freaky Geeks Podcast on Patreon. Your support means the world to us. It was Noelle's only job. I didn't know <laughs> Her it head is full of fundamentalist LDS oh. atrocities. Please forgive her. If you support us on there and we've never read your name, send us a message and I will personally write a poem with your name in it. Yeah. That's my promise to you. Do it. All right. Um, yeah, follow us uh, on um, social media. Or do you know what would be even better than following us on social media? Reviewing the podcast on iTunes. You know what would be even better than reviewing the podcast on iTunes? If you went to Murder of Crows Tattoo in North Salt Lake and got tattooed. There you go. Like I am going to this Saturday. Yeah, Shane's getting his face tattooed. I am. Some more. Yeah. Just no confusion there. Some more. Yeah. I I've decided that I've come far enough in my career that I can reward myself by saying, you know what? Fuck living in society completely. Let's get the front of my face tattooed. And that's what I'm going to do. 
Hey, you want to know something else kind of fun? Mm. The podcast turned two years old on Friday. Whoa. That's kind of fun, right? Who knew? We've been at this for a minute. Yeah. I kind of love that. Yeah. Also, um, we just have a few patrons, I think. Um, oh, God. Of course, they're the hardest names. It's clearly not a real name. Rag- Ragnaromus? 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 What if that's their real name and now you're insensitive? I don't know. And then um, Gabriel. Well, we did Gabriel Villa 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 blah 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 blah, right? Yeah, that's it. Did we? I think so. Gabriel Villarreal. <laughs> Thank you for your support, Gabriel. Villarreal. I don't know. Yeah, that's good. We did it. Look at that. Okay. Nailed it. Our- also, uh, Shadozer and Noel Fain. Yeah, yeah. On uh, Instagram uh, and Fain Twitter. Fain is F A E N. Mm-hmm. Hey, thank you so much for all your support. Your support on Patreon. Your reviews mean the world to us. You talking to us on social media means the world to us. Oh, yeah. Two seconds. Um, weirdly, one of our iTunes reviews is one of you being like, I want to vote for you in the City Weekly thing, but I know I'm not from Utah. And that's fair. So um, hopefully tomorrow in the Facebook group, join the Facebook group, Freaky, Geek, Freaky Geeks, even if it's just for one day, I'm going to be posting like a screen video of how to vote in it because you just have to fill out one option for every category. So just 10 things. And um, I'm going to be doing it on Rachel's phone so people can see what to fill out if you're not from here. Okay. Awesome. So, yeah. All right. Well, hey, uh, thank you all so much. I know I just said it, but it Say really, it one more time. everything you do means the world to us. Patreon, reviews, going to Murder of Crows Tattoo, okay? Mm-hmm. You know, in yeah. North Salt Lake. Yep. Checking out Casey Roy's Instagram. Yeah. Uh, and getting a tattoo from her. Yep. All of these things mean the world to us. Yeah. It's pretty cool. We love you. Is that it? Yeah. Are we good? I think so. Oh, my brain is fried. This episode blew me up. Oh yeah, did it blow you up? Did it blow you up? Of me just I'm all weekend long researching about polygamy. Yeah, but I had to be surprised by it. <sighs> all right, everyone, this episode's a little heavy, but I try to make it light. Mm-hmm. That was your job. Fucking, let's see if I did it. <laughs> Hail Satan! Hail Satan! Hi, my name is Shane Smith, and I am. A hilariously too short sheet that you... Never mind. <laughs> what? You're an old-timey show. Ouch. Yeah. Roasted. Deep pride. Yeah. You're an old-timey show, like, as in you're racist, and you're Whoa. a rabbit that cross-dresses. What? And you're actually propaganda for killing Germans. Oh, my God. I love Looney Tunes. <laughs> <laughs> wow <laughs> that was fun thanks for that you're welcome oh man i uh was listening to the last podcast talk about the are we uh, recording right now yeah oh the ice man i was just zoned out for a minute like, <laughs> yeah you were literally you just staring into the air that we're going anyway they were talking about wiley coyote and how he'd watch wiley coyote for like inspiration suge- inspiration on killing yeah and i was thinking about uh mac used to do a joke about how isis used wiley coyote for inspiration to kill i wonder how many people have just been like wiley why are you getting inspiration from him he's the worst killer yeah he's, he's never not even, successful he's never killed one road runner no, let never. alone a person yeah 
Fucking, what are you I doing agree. here? Wiley e. Coyote's terrible. What you should be doing is watch Bugs Bunny as the secret killer. Yeah, I was going to say, because even Elmer Fudd isn't successful. Ever. No, everyone's incompetent at murder That's except for Bugs Bunny. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. It's very Bugs true. Bunny's constantly getting Daffy shot in the face. He's shooting Elmer all the time. Yeah. He's up to no good. He is up to no good. I never liked He's a wascally wabbit. I never liked him. You never... You, you never know, liked Bugs Bunny? I hated Bugs Bunny. The original hated, drag queen. I hated Tweety Bird. Oh, my God. I don't know. You know who I loved? Tasmanian Devil. Pepe Le Pew. Oh, my gosh. Isn't that weird? He's yeah. kind of a rapist. He is a little bit. I thought he was... But he's like a... He's like a... Um, the kind he's of... He's French. Yeah. That's why he gets that's away with problem. it. That's his problem. Like, he's a French... <laughs> all... all Like, yeah. He, you know, you're French, you're a rapist, but also you're French. This is yeah. like... Yeah. You know, does it make your rape less bad if someone goes ho, 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 ho during it? I mean, kind of. That's how I felt when I watched Pepe Le Pew. When he comes, he goes, Sacre bleu! And then... Oh, yeah. no. I hated that. Well... Your favorite was Bugs Bunny, wasn't it? Yeah, of course. Of course. Of course I, it is. Uh, I like Bugs original. Bunny. I was a big fan of Goofy. I didn't hear what you said. Doing one of those things where you sneak it in. Bugs Bunny was a cross-dressing secret agent badass. He did all the cool stuff, Mm -hmm. and he he tricked everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was remembering this. There's a Looney Tunes cartoon where Bugs Bunny like fights a witch, and she's trying to kill him and cook him the whole time. Uh And in the very end, um, she's like really gross, this haggard, like what you think of a witch, like green skin, thick, warts, everything. And then at the end, he like turns her magic against her, and she turns into like a very beautiful woman. Mm -hmm. And then at the end of the comic, Bugs Bunny and her are walking down a hallway, and you're like, Bugs Bunny's with the witch? And then uh, he's with her only because she looks good, and he turns to the camera and says, they're all witches inside, and then winks, and then the cartoon ends. And oh, I was wow. like, that was for kids? Yeah. No, it never was. <laughs> no. It for, never was firstly, for great message. Yeah. yeah. It's accurate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But sometimes that magic's never reverse on you, and you're just an ugly bug creature <laughs> your whole life, like yeah. me. Oh, my God. Your insides match your outsides. Mm-hmm. Covered in warts and bad decisions. <laughs> oh, man. I'm not excited for this episode. Okay. Well, let's get into it. That being said. <laughs> I'm not excited. I'm not excited. I've spent... Um, yeah, you've spent so long on long it. I'm surprised. Time. Well, so I've been trying to find a good ending. Uh-huh. And um, I have a hard time with it because there isn't really one. Well, yeah, it doesn't end. We'll it's, talk about it. it yeah. So um, we ended the last episode with um, the Seed Bearers and the God Squad. Yeah, yeah. Seed Bearers, 15 dudes getting everyone pregnant. Mm-hmm. And the God Squad, the personal um, FLDS police who yes. intimidate and whatever. The God Squad. What yeah, a horrible name. Names are st- it reminds me of like the Geek Squad, like you do something wrong and then like a fucking terrible like VW bug pulls up yeah. and it's got like a silhouette of like a guy with a beard and a robe and they mm-hmm. get out and they're like, excuse me, Whoa. have you been, I don't know. What is that voice? <laughs> Are you touching your wife while she's on her period? Well, they're nerds. It's like the Geek Show, but they're the God Squad or the, oh, sorry, Geek Squad. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> I mean, the guys from the Geek Show are no better. 
Uh, anyway, that was wild. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Listen, so... They're all fucking nerds. So speaking of... <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> Are you touching a woman who's been on her period? <laughs> Keep trying to cover your tracks. I'm um, not. That's the, anyway. my impression of all three groups. Okay. It's interchangeable. I mean, that's fair. So um, we also briefly mentioned uh, Warren Jeff's quote... If a girl wants to play with a doll, give her a baby. And if a boy wants to ride a bike, give him a shovel. Yeah. So from that, and this is still going on, so I wanted to like bring it up top. Um, so the pecan orchard is a whole entire beast on its own of FLDS that's still like an ongoing thing. So um, that wasn't just a quote by Warren Jeffs. That was real. If you were like able to walk little boys and girls you were put into a pecan field to work um and this company do you think anyone who's working there is like working and they're just so tired and they're just like i pecant with this (sighs) (laughs) every time i tell a dad joke i feel the life force drain out of you just a little bit yeah that's my weakness you know (laughs) my fucking kryptonite you pecant even Uh, stop (laughs) (laughs) we're gonna talk about child labor so um, Paragon Contractors and Brian Jessup, who is in charge of the child labor, are the, sh- the shitty company and the shitty leader in the FLDS mm-hmm. who um, they the, all they The all company knew. is owned by the FLDS. No. Oh, okay. It's Separate. Par- yeah. Paragon Contractors, just like um, young FLDS men would go into Short Creek and um, lowball all of the contracting jobs and take them away for people for pennies. And these companies kind of knew that what was going on was shady. Can I be real with you? What? For this to work, this is for this to work for the FLDS people to, to get their kids to have these jobs on these pecan farms from this contractor Mm -hmm. that owns all these huge fields of pecans. Mm -hmm. They have to underbid immigrants. Yeah. Do you understand if you have illegal Mexican immigrants who are just like, these kids work for how much now? Yeah. yeah like, yeah. You fucking, nothing. Yeah. Uh, fucking, I'll work for $5 a day and a Pepsi. And then there's some child's like, I'll have a quarter and good feelings. And you're just like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Ay, ay, ay. No, no, don't do that. What? No, that's what they would no, do, though. Okay. Because they're immigrants. We can't. We should treat them better. Oh, yeah, I agree. I also, mean, yeah. I'm. Pay immigrants more for these terrible jobs and then just don't have kids do them. Well, I mean, if the immigrants are here working and doing a good job, then fucking figure out how to integrate them into society. And then, yeah, we should probably have groups that... If we had better groups to protect immigrants that were here working illegally... Then we would have the kids would have never yeah, even yeah, made the it kids through. Would have never been in this situation, <laughs> yeah. but because we're like, oh yeah, fuck immigrants. Then also, like by proxy, fuck these children, yeah. which is what's so, going to happen later anyway. Yeah, yeah. So, um, I because I'm a fucking loser. I read like the court deposition um, because this lawsuit was just settled recently mm-hmm. of the state of Utah and Department of Labor versus. Um, Paragon contractors and um, Brian Jessup representing FLDS. Yeah. So direct quote from that um, behind a veil of secrecy in Southern Utah's desert, the defendants profited from the labor of a religious community's children in violation of the court's 
previous injunction. The Labor Department found evidence that the FLDS leaders ordered families to take children out of school to pick the pecan nuts. Do um this is a weird question i don't know if you have the answer to how uh, do flds people i know that they probably don't like black people right they hate black people okay fair mm-hmm. curse the cane bullshit yeah 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 yeah. i mean i get that mm-hmm. not because we all know what i'm saying yeah yeah it's a common uh, thread with how do shitty they feel, religion how do they feel about brown people i would probably say the same yeah yeah i, w- I mean like because everyone gave mexicans kind of a free pass back in the day is it like in so much as like eh, Spanish people are fully white and Germany and Spain occupied Mexico. Well, you so have like to think Mexicans that... were allowed to serve in the military alongside white people. Like no one ever really like gave a shit. Well, you have to think that this is a community of people that has made it so that only 15 of the whitest, pastiest, most cancerous men are the only ones to reproduce to keep it pure. So if they're already on that, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, they're mm -hmm, not going to be a mm -hmm. fan of Mexicans. Yeah. Okay. That's fair. Uh, Okay. Ready? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So continuing on from that, the children's working conditions were often harsh. The children did not have an opportunity to rest if they wanted and were often not given any lunch. Many children testified that they were forced to work in cold weather. Children tried to spend time in porta potties to warm up or in the vans, but were forced to return to the harvest. Additionally, because there were not enough porta potties for the children, they occasionally resorted to soiling their pants. Oh, just so. shit in your tree, kid. Why? I mean, but in it's freezing. It's freezing. So yeah, it's they don't want to get. Warmer. get un- yeah. I mean, now you got poop for, in your pants and you're cold. They're warm for like three seconds while it's happening. So anyway, currently they're still trying to find the children who worked on these farms because the lawsuit against Paragon contractors was one. And these probably now adults are entitled to some of the compensation. Yeah. No kidding. So that's kind of, it's just like, a lot of shitty things are uh, going to happen. And um, just know that if you weren't getting violently molested and raped by old men, you were being forced into child labor. So Yeah, 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 yeah. This is real Conan the Barbarian shit. Yeah, it's not Except cool. for none of these kids turn into Conan and kill everybody. Yeah, no one has a redemption story. Oh, it would be so cool, though. It gets worse. Oh, um, I believe. <laughs> well, like, as far as, like, still going on currently, like, miss... Anyway, I'm not going to spoil the horrible ending. Mm-hmm. Um, so, late 2003, um, Warren has only technically been solely in charge for a year. And, obviously, law enforcement has been watching Short Creek. Yeah. Like the thing about it is like law enforcement knew that shit was going down, right? Yeah. But no one had enough solid evidence to pull the trigger because the worst thing you could do in this country is take something to court, not have enough evidence, lose it, try it again, and then you're never able to touch it. Yeah, you know yeah, what yeah. I mean? Mm-hmm. So um law enforcement were watching and um Warren knew that and um he was going a little fucking crazy. So FLDS had been in Short Creek for almost 100 years at this point um, when Warren Jeffs fucking lost his goddamn shit. Um, he was super paranoid about the government watching them. Yeah. And he, in a sermon, said, the blessings from the priesthood have been removed from Short Creek. So this means, like, the god juju that was making us better than everyone else is gone. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sure. Do you, do you like oh, that? he's just like making shit up. Yeah, well, because he's trying to, he's about to lay down some shit. He's about to lay down YFZ Ranch. He, the, the, 
it just like smacks of like it's so insane how they can just say anything like he could accidentally get caught jerking off with a belt around his neck and be like what are you doing and he'd be like no the belt brings me closer to god and then you would visit some flds people they'd all be wearing their belts around yeah. their neck like no it's well, me mean, closer to god you're like i think someone got caught masturbating and weaved a pretty good tale yeah that's that's his excuse for fucking everything so anyway he said that rancid about the constant surveillance on short creek and how it was no longer suitable for flds headquarters mm-hmm and on August 10th of that year of 2003, he suspended all church gatherings till they could find a new sacred place because yes. he didn't want them to be recorded. And like every fucking asshole in the history of everything, Warren kept a journal. And from that, he wrote... Journaling is good for you. I mean, not from this. We need to keep this particular property so private and sacred and secret that not even the faithful who are driven will know of this place because this is where the sacred records are. Pause. Sacred records are his constant audio and video recordings, mostly of him raping his child brides and, and other terrible things. Okay. Sacred records. The wicked in their mind feel like if they could destroy the records or get them turned over to the authorities, they could destroy us. And they know there is laws, wicked laws, unrighteous laws passed by the government that could put us in jail, many of our people. Those who dwell there and here must be full of the Holy Spirit to keep the hedge of protection around us. The devil knows where we are, but through our faith, the wicked and righteous can be blinded and not find this place. So this was... Half in his journal, half in a sermon that he gave on August 10th saying, hey, everybody, we're going to move to a new place because we're being watched, right? And then he says that it's because, you know, to them, he says it's because, you know, the holy juju of God has left. But then in his journal, he's like, they're going to find my child porn. Dear diary, uh... Remember how I started filming child porn? Well, turns out that wasn't a good idea. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> like, but he loves it. It's so fucked. Anyway. Uh, it is. So, um, but he's a conniving motherfucker. Like, so he knew that where they went next, it couldn't be technically FLDS. So he has his friend, David Allred, another high up, like one of the seed bearer dudes, one of the 15, go out and find a new property for them to build a new compound on. Okay. And he already knows that no matter what the property is, if he gets approval, he's going to be setting it up as an LLC in his name. So he finds um, a 1700 acre ranch in West Texas and he sets it up um as yfz land llc and he buys it for um i don't know a fair amount and they put a hundred million dollars of assets that were connected to the flds pool at that point because like the ranch and the trusts and the deeds to the houses and that whole entire short creek communities like property uh-huh. all the money was valued at a hundred million and whatever i don't know if they used all of it but they use that to buy this ranch. Yes. So they name it yearning for Zion ranch or YFZ ranch for short. Yeah. Um, immediately after buying the property, they start, um, developing on it. So they start building a new temple, residential areas, and a secret bed to be hidden in the temple 
where Warren Jeffs would rape his child brides. Oh, that's so much worse than regular Mormons, which just hide a dragon in their temple. So we hear. Yeah, it's fucking in there. Word on the street has it. I know it is. Also, um, Warren's temple and this rape bed that I'm going to get into, everything... I also kind of think this is a Mormon thing too, like a traditional Mormon thing. The like all white everything. Oh yeah, you know, like white limestone, white granite, everything's white. Okay, so anyway, it's all about purity. Yeah. So the rape bed. Ugh. He ordered that the bed had to be made of hardwood, sturdy enough so it wouldn't rattle. It had to be long enough to support his tall frame and equipped with padded sides that could be pulled up to hold him in place. As the Lord does His work with me. Direct quote. So he's like, wait, so he needs like sides. He's like, hey, build extra sides so I don't fall out of the bed. Because it's no, it's worse than that. It's restraints so that the little girls uh, can't escape. Oh, yeah. That's what because the, the Lord does his work with, with him. me. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. God has his hands on your hips guiding you like a person teaching someone how to golf. Yeah. I liked where you were initially thinking like he's just this clumsy piece of shit. Yeah. I thought, you said, I thought you meant like they had built siding so that he couldn't like roll out of bed yeah. and fall we and hurt himself like the guy from The Bachelor. Our pure brains. Yes. Like the guy from The Bachelor. <laughs> our pure brains wanted us to think that that's what it was. But it was so that a 12 year old can't run away okay yeah so um it will be covered with a sheet but it will have to be a plastic cover to protect the mattress from what will happen on it direct quote from warren jeff jesus um he was also so in that bed so it's all white it's weird and um after it's completed it's like an altar and it's in this like all white room all white limestone and it's um hidden under a table in the temple so there's a table but it'll be made so it could be a table or be a bed it should be made so the tabletop can come off it will be on wheels when the mattress is in place this bench will be to the right side of the bed blah 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 so it could be taken apart and stored in a closet jesus it's so hidden it's like it's like you pull the the statue and then the bookshelf opens, and you're like, oh, my God, are you a secret agent? This is going to be so cool. And then the rape bed comes out, and you're mm-hmm. like, oh, no. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, you're not a secret agent nope. at He's all. A rapist. This is rapist. going to be terrible. And he kept um, a recorder in there. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so uh, these are just some fun facts I threw in there before we get into the other part of bad stuff. Oh, it gets worse? Well, yeah. Um, so um, the reason why FLDS women have the weird French braids and like the poofs and the weird hair and they can't cut it, um, they believe that women must never cut their hair because it's believed that they will need to wash men's feet in heaven. So they will use their hair to wash men's feet in heaven. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And yet you've never used your hair to wash my feet even once. I would rather swallow cyanide than do that. Okay. So wow. just know that. Wow. Know that. And FLDS kids were taught that Warren Jeffs was the president of the United States and that God led Neil Armstrong away from the moon during Apollo 11. Led him away from the moon? Mm-hmm. I don't understand what that means. I don't know either. I didn't go to Alta Academy, so I don't know. Like Neil <laughs> is on the moon, and then God is like, Psst, Neil, and Neil's like, What the fuck? Is that well? God? I guess that his, I, I'm just assuming based off of what I know, he said that the moon landing never happened. So I guess God 
moved physically used his powers to move Neil Armstrong away from the moon. So that's why the moon landing never happened. Who knows? The plot, the beginning of Transformers three is more plausible. I so many things are more plausible. <laughs> um, I also love that they're like he's the president of the United States, and then he gets arrested, and they're like, you know, whoops. <laughs> you know, uh, it's, yeah, I no don't answer. They're the conspiracies that the FLDS high ups make up to like justify Warren in prison and shit is like fucking Breitbart News level crazy. Like oh, they, yeah. you know, they put Alex Jones to shame with the conspiracies they've come up with to justify that motherfucker. I feel like they're also banned from YouTube. Probably, 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 actually. Um, and then I just wanted to bring this up shortly because, like, in a few episodes we ago, we talked about him shutting down Alta Academy after leaving. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. Was, he was principal, and then he was like, "Shut it down, right?" I keep see, I keep hearing Alta, Alta. I keep hearing Ulta, like he, Ulta, he, he just shut down and then school. it became a beauty school. <laughs> Ulta, like the, the makeup line. Yeah. yeah. And would, then, I <laughs> wish they were all learning how to do a cool smoky eye. <laughs> you just imagine all these more, these fucking fundamentalist Mormons with these fabulous ass fucking eyelashes and shit yeah. in the pecan fields picking. Oh, <laughs> but they the, look so the good. The children look like drag queens. Yeah. Oh, that's, I like that version. <laughs> um, so I just wanted to say this because it also explains why these kids were able to be taught that Warren Jeffs was the president and it's kind of like a a Utah thing Um, so because of Utah's ass backwards laws about education and in particular homeschooling the FLDS um, were protected under these laws which meant that the state officials have no say about the content of the curriculum taught on the grounds of secured on the grounds of the secured compound so like under Utah homeschooling laws there's no curriculum you have to follow. There's no curriculum set. And then there's no person or governing body that comes in to make sure that you're actually teaching kids. Yeah, I'm very aware of this because at one point in my life, I was supposed to be homeschooled. But instead, I chopped a lot of wood and yeah. dug holes and, you know, was awful. Yeah, that's why you are the way you are. Yeah. So it's just like this stupid fucking red law that just... In the they do it because they're like no more government government interference, but all it does is just make ignorant fucking illiterate children. Yeah, yeah. I love how they're like government interference, and it's like education needs to be enforced. Yeah, not educating people is a classic tactic others use to keep people down. Yeah, absolutely. And I don't know if you knew this, but you can't trust people. Yeah, everyone's got to be educated. I agree. No, I agree. So anyway. Um, back to YFC compound. Um, so according to preliminary tax assessments, about 3 million worth of buildings had been built, um, into the, since 2004. So 2003, okay. 2004 there, it still stands the compound, um, in Texas and it's fucking huge. Like it had its own like water treatment facility and like, um, farmland uh-huh. and the city in West Texas that it was in benefited from it. They said like, like a drug dealing situation, sometimes the church would just drop like a duffel bag full of money. Like, here, thanks for letting us be here. Thanks for not interfering. Oof. Right? And even like, even in this interview I watched where they talked to some residents, they were like, I mean, yeah, we're doing fine and we've been fine, but we did kind of feel it, you know, when that place got raided and we stopped getting that income. And Yikes. you're just like, oof, rough. Yeah. Rough shit. Um so anywho's 
And now, um, even though he gave that paranoid sermon at Short Creek with the completion of YFC, he was still finding it hard to move the congregation to Texas. And he started to preach about following God and the prophet's orders. And only a true believer wouldn't have any issues with starting anew to create heaven on earth in Texas. But there were some... There's your first problem. Heaven on earth. And then you're, you're going to say Texas. Yeah, I know. Trust me. It would me. be like, if you, oh, it's so bad. I know. It's like one of the top three places there can be no heaven on earth. I agree. Like heaven on earth in Texas, Florida, and Poland. You're just like, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> Why did you attack False. Poland? I don't know. It's okay. on my mind. Oh, God. Um, so, yeah. no, Because I... everyone there is mean and just like, ugh. I'm full of sausage. And what? I don't know. What do you have against Polish people? All of a sudden? Nothing. It's so weird. <laughs> um, so anyway, uh, there were actually quite a few. I mean, at the end of the day, only 500 members from Short Creek came to Texas with him out of the 10,000. Jeez. So he was ha- also kind of a big piece of information. While he's also trying to get people to go to Texas... Um, July of 2004, literally within weeks of that, like, hey, guys, come on. Um, the first allegation of sexual abuse comes up. So um, his nephew was charging him for sexual assault when he attended Alta Academy. Uh-huh. Um, the lawsuit was settled out of court, and we could only assume that this was because... Um, his that nephew his um family was still in the church and they were basically threatening like if you continue with this will ruin their lives even though he had been excommunicated and hadn't talked to his family you know yeah for fucking years he still was like okay i guess and he'll get a better ending he wrote a book it's he comes back but for now the lawsuit came up and then was pushed under the rug. Uh-huh. But a lot of the members of the Short Creek community heard about it and didn't want to follow yeah. to Texas because of that. Good call. Not, not well, necessarily because... Not let those 15 guys fuck your wife anymore. I mean, but this is the thing. Not necessarily be because they were like, oh, Warren Jeffs is a fucking rapist, but because they were like, we don't like negative media attention. Like, it, every time something happens to Warren Jeffs, the members of the church, remember, they're so fucking brainwashed. Just think that it's a trial. Like, it's a it's a trial or test from God. Like, God's like... the the What a fucking terrible test giver God would be. Oh, I know. <laughs> <Trust me. laughs> can you imagine? So, oh, man. Um, and if then, you can just throw anything that happens on God. Well, that's what most religions do. Anyway, don't get me started on that. So... Most of the members obviously stay in Short Creek and then Warren backpedals and, you know, says like, nope, you're right. Only some of you will come here. The rest, you got to hold it down. Also, that was his cash cow. He was making money off of the child labor and what the fuck else ever. So he's not going to completely get rid of it. And then more people come to YFC later. Um, At YFC, though, he started to barter with women and children like currency property more. Whereas like he tested out the 15 main dudes in short Creek, right? The seed bearer situation. Yeah. Um, at YFZ, he was more like, I heard you were saying bad things about me. God told me last night that 
I have to reassign your wives and take away your children. So that's kind of weird, right? And he would just do like that all the time. Oh, no. But also his voice, Warren Jeffs' voice, because I listened to hours of his audio, which makes me want to put a gun in my mouth. But it's almost like ASMR-ish. It's like he whispers and it's like soft like this. And he, whenever I was listening to his jail phone calls to his wives and he'd be like, is everybody smiling? And it made me want to die inside. So. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So anyway. It just, what, <laughs> is it Eeyore that reminds me of? Uh, like Eeyore, but less depressive. It still had like high notes. It was, but it was kind of like, it rem- you know him from the Powerpuff Girls, the weird like lobster demon? Yeah. It kind of was like that, but more uh, whispery. Yeah, that's creepy. Yeah. I just don't I just don't want to hear like either like Eeyore, why are you sad? Well, my tail fell off cuz I'm so busy fucking your kids. Yeah. <laughs> it's of, just like, oh, kind of like that. God, if it was Eeyore. just a tiny bit happier, it would be very close to Warren <laughs> Jeff's voice. I so, like to imagine him as a donkey, so it's less weird. It's going to get bad. A stuffed donkey. So, um in Texas, Warren married a 13-year-old girl named Millie Blackmore, oh. who he obtained through an underground child bride ring from Bountiful Canada, which is another major oh. FLDS community. Here's here's how you know your relationship is starting off badly. If you obtain your significant mm-hmm. other, you shouldn't... No one should be obtaining I people. Know, I agree. If you've obtained a person, you've gone wrong. Yeah. I'm going to go ahead and say it. No, I... Trust me. I'm Woo. with you there. So um, Millie Blackmore and then like I think one of her sisters and a cousin were also a bunch of like I think 50 girls from from this um, Bountiful Canada community, FLDS community, were like underground railroaded to old ass men that are high up in the FLDS church, a few going to Warren Jeffs in particular. Um, and then according, I just like this so there's a bunch of girls that are still missing from this child bride underground railroad. And there's, um, a group called stop polygamy in Canada and it's an anti-polygamy nonprofit based in Alberta. So 50 Canadian girls between the ages of 12 and 17 were married to FLDS men in the United States between 1990 and 2006 when Jeff Warren Jeffs was arrested. Um, and as of 2017, um, the parents of Millie Blackmore um, were charged. They only are serving five years, um, but they were charged for removing a child from the country for sexual purposes. Ugh. And um, so Millie, her sister, and I think the cousin are still missing. And um, the Royal Canadian Mounted Police, are um, they have like an active case going on where they're still trying to find these girls who would now be in their early 20s. Um, there's a bunch of the FLDS communities in Canada and like in the Western United States have a bunch of um, like hidden houses. There's a term for them they use. I just don't remember it right now because my brain's fried. But they think that the girls are being kept at those compounds. Ugh. So it's well, like. Why don't they get police that use cars and planes instead of horses? It'll go so much faster. I mean, true. They got to get off <laughs> the horses. Maybe more things will happen. Um, Canadian mounted police. Yeah. So it's, I don't know that like when I was reading about Millie Blackmore it and like her brother, her. So 
like kind of fast forwarding a little bit in the trial, um, her brother has to listen to audio that was taken on the rape bed to confirm that that's his sister. Yeah. Because they're doing the like, you know, sex trafficking tactics to Mm -hmm. try to find these girls. And when I was reading about her, it just like, it super bummed me out because like they're still out there being hidden and like brainwashed and captive. And there is a few documentaries out with like girls who escaped and they talked about um, like the community calling like, the community, even if they're not all FLDS, are like FLDS supportive leaning. Yeah. So these girls would try to book it in the night and then they would get ratted out and then they would get thrown in a room where they would be bolting the windows and, you know, like flipping the lock on the door and just, you know. Yeah. Trying to keep them shut down. And I don't, a- it's so I just just to think that there's like these girls or young women now out there who are just being held captive because they have some of the craziest stories to tell about Warren. Jeffs. Oh like, yeah. You know, and just imagine that they like for some, they keep them around because they're quote unquote useful. I can't imagine how much actual murder has happened. Yeah. Like I bet you a ridiculous amount of young men have just been outright murdered because yeah. if they know something, you don't need to keep them. Well, yeah. Well, Fuck um, them. just kill them. So there's Warren, only so many women compared to the amount of men that well, need that's, to marry them. That's the thing, right? So, um, Warren's about to go on the run, but before that, um, when he was still controlling both YFC and short Creek, um, the, that exact thing was happening. Like, um, there were too many young boys to, bride ratio and he wanted to keep giving his homies the 13 year olds not you know another 13 year old boy so a lot of those there would just be random excommunications right and sometimes it would happen if you were kind of like a lot of the times it would be like a brother stepping in to be like my sister is 12 and i'm not gonna let you marry her and then the next day he'd be gone right and then there's like to this day, even there's like a community right outside of short Creek of all the excommunicated members who just aren't, there's not enough resources to help them assimilate and they don't want to go back. So they're just stuck in this limbo, you know, and like they're given some resources. Like there are some state run programs that help give them food, but like we don't even have like, good education in salt lake city they're not going to ship someone out to go teach these 25 year old men how to fucking read you know what i mean it's just like there's it's just this lost chain it's so it's so fucked A, a lot of them have come into the city and like have like they all live together and they try to like get jobs and there are some places that help them get social securities and ids but it's just like fucking hard and sometimes they'll just wind up back there because it's just Ugh. easier and closer to what they know yeah yeah you know i know I mean? it's so fucked it just makes you think earlier in like the first episode the united states is like picking on the mormons it seems mm-hmm. and you're just like this is fucked up wow the united states is really being fucked up and then later when they get to utah they're really putting the hurt on them like being like you can't fucking do this mm-hmm. you know oh yeah freedom of religion but not you and it kind of feels like back backwards and shitty and you almost are kind of like wow government's really in there i mean i agree you, with everything the united states government yeah did. and then you <laughs> read this and you're like wow really hit it out of the park founding fathers 
nailed that shit. Like, yeah. fucking really doing it. Yeah. You know, it was too bad about the Indians, but you nailed this thing back then for sure. Yeah. If you were going to get mm-hmm. one thing right, at least you got this right, because it could have been an entire Utah full of this bullshit. Yeah. And instead, we've just got, like, what? You know, this small, seemingly small, fucked up group, but, yeah. like... You know, when the cavalry show up and they're just like, oh, yeah, we'll fucking shoot you all in the face if you keep doing this. And then the guy was like, hey, you know what? God actually told me we can't do this anymore. As like there's a cavalryman with a gun in his face. But like fucking good. on. Isn't it just wild to think that it was it was one decision. It was one boardroom meeting that said the our communities are going to die if we don't become a state. And then the U.S. government was like, we'll help you. We've got it. We've got water. We've got rice. We can help you. You just got to knock this shit off. And then yeah. they were like, you know what? Fine. We'll do it. We're going to do that. We're cool with it. And then some were like, no, fuck you. And they go off to Short Creek and become these motherfuckers that they were destined to be. But it's just like wild, right? To yeah. think that it was just like that one, the one dude, the one kind of all right guy in the LDS religion who was like, you know what? Maybe we can let this, you know. Yeah. Like, we must this go. Maybe we can. Maybe three brides is kind of a lot, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, like, what is it? What do three brides matter if we can't even live to get one? So, also, the uh, the United States had like a lot of the the Indian Wars were still happening, and so there was a lot of like active cavalry regiments and stuff. Like, they had a significant amount of military strength roaming around the West, and they I they did flex it at the territories, like before places like Arizona and New Mexico became states. They were like fucking like doing the shoulder check shit like mm-hmm. we i will just kill all of you no one fucking will know yeah no one knows what we do out here yeah and like i mean the cavalry did a lot of i mean those wars back then were so much more broad and ridiculous and uh formed the united states as we know it today in such a huge way that people don't realize i mean those wars were so hard fought in the west between California and the East that like a lot of our military equipment now is named after soldiers and their weapons that we fought against. Mm -hmm. It was like one of the hardest wars we've ever fought. And people forget that like the territories and the settlers were a huge part of that. Yeah. Pretty ridiculous. Yeah. No, it's wild. Yeah. Yeah. But fuck polygamy in (laughs) this sense. It's so insane. No, it's, it's about to get, a little rough. It made me feel better to think about cavalrymen threatening polygamists with guns. Yeah, that does make me feel a little bit better as well. Yeah. Anytime yeah. I like to think of the FLDS people getting a little fucking, you know, scared. It's just like, where is the Punisher, though? Not here when we need him. Yeah, no kidding. So, 2005. A girl named Elisa, who we find out... um, is like a distant relative to Warren. Um, She left the FLDS religion after being forced into a child marriage to her cousin. Um, Eventually she was able to get out and she went to the authorities with her story and told the stories of other child brides. And in this, like she was um, raped by her 
cousin slash husband when she was a child miscarried a bunch and ended up like sleeping outside just trying to do you know and then Dean took off so not the greatest then she was like also this happens a bunch right oh um so the police um took it took her story got some warrants and they raided the Colorado City School District because they had heard some rumors that he was keeping his sacred records there. And remember, sacred records, child porn. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so they were hoping to find some documents that would get them closer. I got to rename the regular porn file on my computer, by the way. Yeah, sacred you got records to. is taken. not <laughs> taken and tainted. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> um, so they were hoping they would get some info and proof, you know, building the case, right? Um, but they kind of didn't, they got some information, but not enough, but enough to scare the fuck out of Warren Jeffs. So after this raid in 2005, Warren officially went on the run and he goes deeper into hiding. He left YFZ ranch completely. No longer seen in short Creek. He is bouncing. Um, and then June, 2005 with, some of the evidence that they found there with more testimonies. They're now finally talking to like the different counties and they're building a case, right? Yeah. Like, cause that first initial um, allegation from his nephew being like, you know, he raped me during at, at the school. And then she's like forced um, rape, you know, whatever. So um, he's officially charged with sexual assault on a minor sexual misconduct of a minor. And they're now adding an un- unlawful flight charge and a reward for info about where he is. Mm-hmm. So we know that Warren Jeffs and his band of brothers are like his enforcers and, you know, whatever. The God squad. Exactly. So his brother, Lyle, is put in temporary power of FLDS to kind of show a show of strength to show like, I'm, I'm on the run, but it's like a vacation, not like a run, more like hanging out, just taking a break. My brother, he's cool. He's going to take over. Lyle gets fucking karma big time recently, but we'll get to that. Um, He also helps hide Warren as well as the other brothers. His brother, Seth, was in charge of taking Warren and his favorite bride, Naomi Jessup, throughout the country. Mm -hmm. And um, like pictures, there's pictures of them all over the U.S. during his like on the run spree, which is about a year and a half. Um, there's a famous picture of the two of them, of Naomi and Warren, on a motorcycle in leather chaps. What the fuck? Yeah. And yeah, they're just straight up on vacation. Um, while they're still on the run, Warren is recording sermons and sending them back to both YFC and the Creek. Um, so when he's on the run, obviously they're breaking a lot of the FLDS rules by wearing, you know, non-Gentile clothing. So they're wearing just regular stuff. Right? Jew clothes. I mean, sure, yeah. That's, <laughs> that's what they call them. These goddamn Jew threads. Um, which apparently is assless chaps. Um, Hell yeah, it is. <laughs> he you was know also, how we do. <laughs> just wearing assless, assless chaps. <laughs> fucking that's um, what Moses was wearing. And fucking <laughs> Pharaoh got his panties all up in a bunch. <laughs> I mean, what panties? You should be wearing <laughs> panties with assless chaps. You can't part the red see if you can't part the brown sea baby <laughs> ah, that's that, was, that was impressive thank you um so <laughs> while on the run let he my was... people go to town on this ass <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> 
<laughs> okay. You need to stop. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay. Well, speaking of going to town on this ass, um, <laughs> he was oh. making Naomi watch like violent porn at like all these motels with him, and she was like, like I'm regular a- violent yeah. porn, like Pornhub violent. No, porn? no, no, no. Like, like homemade, like violent. smut. Like the but he's this isn't these aren't sacred videos. No 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 heavy quotations around. So sacred. here's back to your god Is thing. This like he's King. making com? her watch these like horrible smut films and she's getting uncomfortable and he's like no 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 God wants me to watch you do this. He wants to test wickedness. What does that fucking mean? I don't know. He wants to test wickedness. Yeah, it's a study of wickedness him watching violent porn like not like fun bdsm not like kink.com or like the kink castle like straight up like underground smut with like actual blood play and bad bad not good no like mafia porn like we could um in like we could kind of say here that maybe some of his sacred records are being traded for this type of porn. Do you know yeah. what I'm saying? No, no, no. Black market porn. Yeah. So he's doing that. He's also going to tanning beds, and um, you which, got it. Well, of course, Moroni's telling him he has to do <laughs> I that. I know. Moroni's Fucking finally Jim back in Tan the game. And laundry dog. Have you seen this show? He's it's wearing great. Ed Hardy. He's bouffanting <laughs> his hair up and he's going to tan. Oh my god! So besides doing all that weird shit, he started to fake seizures, um, and he was saying that these violent seizures. He called them heavenly sessions where he would be contacted by God and they were painful because he was atoning for the sins of the FLDS members. And he would make Naomi film them because he would have like visions and say shit. And like that was like, you know, the new shit they were going to (laughs) follow. Just imagining him fake shaking and he's like, God's telling me everyone send nudes. (laughs) (laughs) It's just like. I need um, to see Sharpies in your buttholes. <laughs> and then he created Reddit. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, actually, fun little story. One of the things that God told him to do was go back to Short Creek and marry more children. Oh, yeah. You got to do it. So, like, specifically was, like, 12-year-olds. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. So he went back to Short Creek and married a few more 12-year-olds. God damn it. <laughs> yeah. In the middle of his run from the FBI, he was like, but I can't help it. Um, so towards the end of 2005, Warren said that he wanted security on the compound tripled, despite him not being there. Again, child porn still there. Um, around this time, when so he, he hasn't, was, he hasn't gotten rid of this shit. No, he still keeps it around. He can't get rid of it. He loves it too much. Oh my god. Um, so his brother Seth um, was arrested while in the middle of him going back for more brides and saying up the security. Um, in Seth's car, they found like a bunch of burner phones, disguises, thousands of dollars, and letters written to Warren. And he admitted that he was getting ready to drop this shit off to Warren, but wouldn't say where. Sir, you're obviously. not going to believe this, but inside of his trunk, we found two hundred dollars worth of Party City mustaches. <laughs> what could he possibly need? Right? I wish. <laughs> it's just not even the good style. They're like the foam ones where you can't even. Oh, the, the giant. <laughs> yeah, ass, yeah, like, yeah. Wear it to a football game style. <laughs> um. So after this, after his brother getting arrested, he goes fucking dark. Like all leads on Warren are gone. Because he knows his brother will give him up and he has all the info. I mean, 
Yeah. I'm assuming he assumes. We can all assume. Um, so May 6, 2006, um, the FBI decided to upgrade Warren to the top 10 most wanted fugitive list at the time next to Osama bin Laden. Hell yeah. <laughs> oh, but and we can shoot Osama in the face, <laughs> but we can't fucking shoot Warren Jeffs. I know, white privilege. Ugh. <laughs> um, so he was that both. Was, hey, but they're both kingpins of very shitty religions, where all you do is rape kids. I know. And fucking, you know. I agree. We should have shot Warren Jeffs in the face. I'm upset about it too. Yeah. Very similar, by the way. Fundamentalist Mormons are like the closest thing to fundamentalist is. It's all. Every, they're just we've one talked degree. about it. Yeah, every fundamentalist religion just somehow is like marry and fuck kids, and mm-hmm. you're like, how did this happen? Yeah, how did you get from that to this? Every all roads, it's like the maze on the back of a cereal box, and you know you have different starting points for different mm-hmm. guys, and it's like a race to see which one gets there first, and then you get to the end of the race, and you're just like, it's fucking kids. Yeah, and someone else is like, mine was fucking kids too. Dave, what was yours? And he's like, I also have to fuck kids. <laughs> and everyone's like, this cereal, what the fuck? Cheerios? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Cheerios is bad. Yeah, Cheerios. Don't eat Cheerios. Cheerios. If you eat Cheerios, kids. you're a child you, molester. You fuck kids. <laughs> so that's um, why I eat Cinnamon Toast Crunch. It has nothing to do with the fact that I don't take care of my body. Yeah, also why I like Captain Crunch Crunch Berries. <laughs> Farthest thing away. So while also, that's kind of fun, right? Another fun um just a few days later may 20th 2006 warren jeffs was featured on an episode of america's most wanted i thought you were gonna say america's got talent for some reason (laughs) i wish (laughs) my talent is raping all of the children and it's like no no. simon cowell's like go on (laughs) 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 so um Increased award, reward, obviously, because he's now on top 10. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was on TV for not a great reason. And June 8th, 2006, some non-FLDS locals in, around Short Creek saw Warren back in Short Creek and called it in. Um, so the FBI increased patrols from all entries and exit ways around the compound. Nice. Eventually, it would pay off. So that was June 8th, August 28th, 2006. Isaac Jeffs, one of his brothers, is pulled over in Clark County, Nevada. Yeah. His license plate wasn't visible on his brand new fucking obnoxious ass red Cadillac. The officer who was pulling him over for what was just like that routine traffic violation noticed a couple in the back seat. The officer asked for identification from everyone in the car. This was new protocol with the increased security, right? Yeah. The IDs didn't check out and the officer um, immediately realized that he was looking (laughs) at Warren Jeffs. (laughs) Wait. Both of your first names are McLovin? I know everyone in the car is McLovin. And he's like, this doesn't seem right. Um, So he immediately placed Isaac, Naomi, and Warren under arrest. Nice. Um, Yeah. Warren was almost immediately transferred back to Utah to await trial. God, we, I, I know we killed someone by firing squad like last year or something. So the year before? I, don't, I know it was kind of recent. Very recent. We couldn't do that to Warren Jeffs? No. So fucking lame. I know. So stupid. We're one of the only states doing the coolest way to kill someone and the cheapest, by the way. But like you were saying, the martyr thing. Yeah, I know. It's so real. Also, you're going to... There's a good There's a good little thing that happens later. And it's it, just it'll like make the, you feel good. The government's hands are so... Like, when they want to do the right... When you're like, okay, do the right thing now. It's like, I get why you can't just, like, raid the fucking Ku Klux Klan or the militias. Or, like, when that thing was happening in Oregon. Yeah, with and, the like, Bundy. 
and, clan. Yeah, and you're just like, I. Uh, it fucking bothers me that I yeah. get why they can't. It's like the one time I want you to do something and you fucking can't. Well, it's like the one time most of the country would be like, we're gonna, we're all gonna turn around on three. Do whatever you want while our backs are turned. We're we not going to ask any questions. We did a little bit with the organ thing. They fucking shot that guy yeah, but hard. You wish that they would do it more often. Yeah, you're like, oh, if you're going to kill him, just... well, And then good on them for letting us watch the footage of that dumbass get shot to death. And then we're like, oh, yeah, yeah, definitely fucking kill that guy. You guys did the right thing yeah. for sure. We, we like it when it's in our favor and hate it when it's not obvious. I mean, so, like everything. Like, exactly. But if, we, if they were transparent about everything, then we can just hold them accountable. And then they would be allowed to more often shoot but if they were transparent about everything we would all know about the underground pedophile rings that the fbi are hiding pizza see i I just feel like if they just (laughs) bit the bullet and let us have what we want and be (laughs) transparent in the end they would get what they want because they'd be able to shoot more people yeah yeah and then we would get what we want because we get to watch people we want to be shot get shot yeah and then no more child molestation please shoot idiot militia members in the face i agree fucking uh, anyway so speaking of idiot militia members yeah <laughs> unrelated let's do it um march 29th 2008 so warren's in prison he's been in prison for a minute um going to trial in utah yes and um wally's he has a bunch of temper tantrums everyone's still following him whatever but another thing happens and this is where he kind of loses his mind because he was cool and collected up until then and then this happens. So so he's he's in jail. He's been in jail. Mm-hmm. In uh, solitary. And, and he's been chilling. Yeah. Okay. Still giving orders. People are still listening to him. Yeah. He's still being like, this is a test from God. Yeah. You know? yeah. Everyone stay loyal. We'll be cool. So um, a local domestic violence shelter hotline took a call from a female identifying herself as Sarah. And she said that she was a 16-year-old um, who was at the FYZ ranch and she had been forced into a child marriage where she was obviously sexually assaulted. Yeah. And so, um, investigators in West Texas who had been looking at the YFC ranch was like, this is our fucking chance. You know, they've been trying to have a case against them. Yeah. Yeah. And they were like, this is our final lead. Probable. So they fucking go in with um, automatic weapons, SWAT team with snipers, helicopters. USA, um, USA. Armored personnel USA. carriers. Like, literally, when Texas. you look at pictures, it Texas went hard. See, the, and then, again, you're so mad at Texas all the time, but then you're like, oh, good on. Finally, yeah. Texas happens came to in with someone fucking tanks, correctly. But. Oh, they find out after um, intense in- interrogation and separating all the kids and the child brides um, that the call was a hoax. And it was uh, a th- like a 33-year-old woman named Rosita Swinton who had been arrested for previous hoax calls posing as an abused victimized <laughs> Fucking Rosita just throwing <laughs> down pranks. They should have the FBI's just like, Oh, that's what she meant by is your refrigerator running at the end <laughs> yeah. of the call. We so, we fucking brought a tank out for this. But you like, should have known. The thing about it is like when authorities got to the compound, they were like, no, we're pretty 100% sure that the children here have been ab- abused and we're at immediate risk. Yeah. Um, when they found out that some of the children were also mothers to the children. And so they did like a mass breakup and a bunch of the kids went into the system and there was this back and forth between the state of Texas being like, 
okay, I understand the case fell apart because that was a hoax. And like um, Child Protective Services was like, we get that like that part of the case fell apart, but like also there is actual child abuse going on right now. Please let us keep these fucking kids out of the system. And then it kind of like, it fucking shot itself in the foot. And um, at first they were able to be like, nope, we are allowed to take these kids out. And then they ended up going back to the compound. So that kind of sucked a lot. Um, but some of the evidence they found there, um, was that one of the 15 year olds who had a kid, that kid was fathered by Warren Jeffs. So they did get DNA evidence, yeah, which did help the case. So remember Brent Jeffs from earlier? He was the nephew who was like, yes. I was raped at and the school. And he wrote a book. Yeah. And he wrote a book. Um, they brought him back into the trial in Texas. So he testified um, at the Texas, you know, whole thing where where he was actually charged. He was charged in Utah, but Texas is the one who was like, we're going to put him away forever. Like, Utah gave him, like, a slap on the wrist for um, child sexual abuse, like, just, like, I think 15 years. And then Texas was like, well, if we take him after that, that's on his record so we can give him life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we all kind of like came together. And of together. course, Texas has the worst prisons and the nastiest jails. And Utah was, that's basically when you're like, you're going to fight someone. And then you're, it would be like when I was going to fight someone in middle school. And then my brother Danny was like, I'll do it. And I was like, oh, that's way worse for them. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Go for yeah. it, Danny. Yeah, it's like the first time Utah and Texas came together. Like yeah, working yeah, yeah. together, they exactly. Were like, We've got it. D- Danny, uh, Texas is the the more horrifying, vicious version of you. Mm-hmm. You know, and yeah. then you're like, absolutely, yeah. have at it. Yeah, and they and it like honestly, because Utah was able to slap some charges on him, Texas like give them to us. We can now throw the book completely at him because he has a previous record, right? Yeah, and they throw the book at everybody. Yeah, they'll so. throw the book at someone and they'll be like, I can't catch. And Texas doesn't <laughs> oh, give a fuck. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, God they'll kill damn. everybody. Well, they don't kill him. Anyway, so. I'm just saying. They will throw the book at you no matter what your what state yeah. of mind no, you I are agree. in. So we're the big Texas trial, July 2004. <laughs> um, Brent Chefs is back, and he goes into detail about um, what happened. So he says, um, Uncle Warren said, we were going to do God's will. This is between me, you, and God. Ugh, talking about... It's a threesome. Yeah, about being um, m- molested. Um, his brothers, um, Warren Jeff's brothers, were also named in the lawsuit um, as watching and participating in the Jesus. abuse. Jesus. Two of Warren Jeff's other nephews also made similar abuse claims against him. One of the victims, um, this is kind of sad... Clayne Jeffs, the brother of Brent, committed suicide with a firearm after accusing Jeffs of sexually assaulting him as a child. Fuck. That's like true detective, next level evil shit. Yeah, it's pretty sad. So, um, Jesse Valdez and Ezra Draper, who left the LDS in 2003, also testified. Can I say something real fast? What? If you've... And this is... I'm just spitballing here. Oh, God. If you've been molested Mm -hmm. and you're going to kill yourself maybe try to shoot everyone who molested you first i agree just next time yeah but he was in jail so he couldn't i mean he could so bad for him and i'm not saying he did anything wrong it wasn't his responsibility to shoot them yeah but like if it is an option 
maybe just murder them first. Sure. You get the pass from me. I'll agree to that very odd thing you just said. Well, I just thought about, I was like, man, it's a real shame that he had a gun and he didn't just shoot Warren Jeffs in the face. Yeah, no, I agree. I mean, it's super sad. So, um, also, um, Jesse is now a Texas Ranger, which is kind of cool. Hell yeah, Jesse. Um, So, those two um, come and testify. Um, Draper, one of the girls, or Draper, one of the guys, sorry, who attended Alta Academy between 78 and 87 when Jeff was, Jeff's was principal. He described being summoned to Jeff's office and receiving a lecture about his behavior after Jeff's found out that Draper liked a girl at the school and had exchanged notes with her because Warren Jeff's also had a crush on this girl. Oh, Christ. Using a yardstick, Jeff stroked the inside of Draper's thighs, tapping his crotch three times. Draper said Jeff's then told him, better that one of your members be cut off than the whole body can be cast into hell itself. So uh, he was just threatening him. Yeah, I mean, like, I'll cut off your dick yeah. to keep you from going to hell. Um, yeah. So, ooh, um, in this case, they played the audio to the jury from the rape bed of the 12-year-old girl. Um, and in it, I listened to a piece of it, not realizing that's what I was listening to. Um, you hear warren jeff's whisper out like tell me you like it and then you just hear a child's voice saying i like it and it is fucking horrible um and then also you hear audio of him telling like more of his child brides how to sexually please him in order to win god's favor Ugh. um yeah so the trial ends and um he is charged with sexual assault on a minor with conspiracy to commit sexual misconduct with a minor and um there's while more people come out like they're yeah. Jane Doe's, if you will. Um and it's just just more basically they're like, Okay, we have all this. We're not Texas said we're already gonna charge him with life. We're not gonna waste more tax dollars to take him for all this shit. Does yeah, that yeah, make yeah, sense? Yeah. So No, that makes um, sense. As long as he gets life without the chance of parole. Yeah. Well, I think he's up for parole in like 2030 something. Um, so he's finally charged and currently serving as of August 2011. Um, he was found guilty of molesting two girls ages 12 and 15 who he took as brides. They also have pictures out, which you can see of him with these 12 year olds. It's not fucking cool. 11 other FLDS men were charged with crimes, including sexual assault and bigamy. So far, all seven who have been prosecuted have been convicted and received prison sentences between six and 75 years, depending on um, what they were involved with. So from jail, um, he has gone on hunger strikes. He has um, forced himself not to sleep, you know, causing sleep deprivation, losing uh-huh. a bunch of weight. He tried to hang himself. Oh, it's so cool. Yeah. Um, because um, during one of the trials, he was like, everyone fast. And if we fast, all of us, YFZ and Short Creek, they won't let the public have my sacred records. And of course that didn't work. So then he got upset and he tried to hang himself, but he failed. Um, fucking idiot. He's in solitary for 23 hours out of the day. Ha <laughs> Um, and he has like these temper tantrums. Um, one of them after the first conviction went through, he, um, had his, one of his brothers come in and record a conversation where he says 
in the recording that he lied about everything. He isn't the true prophet. He took the place from someone else after his dad died and he made, he released that to the compounds, but they were all like, this is a test from God. Again, the brainwashing, it's kind of upsetting. Yeah. Um, and then he, um, like he's put on suicide watch and then just bounces back. Like nothing happened. And is like, no, you're right. That was a test. I was testing all of your, you know, my leadership and your ability to follow me. Haha, ha. I, that was all a lie. I am the true prophet. Um, but then he has another temper tantrum. He stops eating, um, sleep deprived. And then he's put in a medically induced coma and a judge ruled a force feeding tube on him. Oh, cool. So yeah. Oh, <coughs> which is, whoa. Oh, you know how you're like, remember when Osama bin Laden got shot in the face all those times? And then everyone, and then like all the fucking morons online that are like, I don't know, virtue signaling to each other that they're so far left that they would never be right. Yeah. They were like, don't celebrate when people die, even if they were bad. And it's like, well, firstly, fuck you. I celebrate when people die all the time. Yeah. I know people in my personal life that died and just thinking about it genuinely for real makes me happy. Yeah. Not a joke. Yeah. Like. I think about it all that there are people who have died that when I think about them die I th- I'm like having a bad day and I'm like oh shit they died that rules. Well yeah, we all got faced locally again we all got faced with it when that other Mormon dude fucking raped a baby and put it in the hospital and then he killed himself and then we were all like well what are you how are you supposed to react when the right people die? Yeah. You're uh, stoked on it. I I mean I just think that to deny that like to deny the part of your hu- your humanness that like is okay with violence is like ridiculous. Yeah. So uh, I just want to be the first to say that the end of this story so far uh, makes me so happy. Yeah. So- I like him going insane in Texas in uh, a horrible horrible conditions. You you can't imagine those guard like I know that guards treat people who are child molesters not well, and then he's mm-hmm. obviously not affiliated with any gangs or anyone who can help him. Yeah. He's uh, he's tried to hang himself and they're making him stay alive. Like yeah, this that's, is, that's the best part of the story is that the Texas judge was like, Nope, I will personally out of my own paycheck pay for extra suicide watch to make sure that motherfucker stays alive. We're putting the feeding tube in him. We're going to give him drugs. So he goes to sleep. So he can't sleep deprive himself. Yeah. We're going to force this motherfucker to suffer, which is better that's why they didn't give him the death penalty yeah, yeah. because they want him to fucking suffer. No, it, it's a, uh, oh, it, it's good. It feels good. I just like to think of like, I mean, it, it's got to be one of the worst possible things that can happen to you is yeah. what's happening to you. Yeah. Also, the only no, way it could be worse is if we were like fascist level, like doing as evil stuff as he did to yeah. him. Sometimes I wish we did, but I mean, I, uh, yeah, sure. I also want to say that the, um, the hunger strike where he was put into a medically induced coma happened because it took a jury only three hours of deliberation to come back with a guilty verdict. So literally was, they had lunch and they were like, they Oh, literally yeah. had lunch. They were like, we're all, yeah, 100%. And then they had a two hour lunch. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. that's kind of fun. It it's always a, a big fuck you when like they come back in three hours, which is like the fucking minimum. Like they were playing Yahtzee. They were like, we can't come back at two and a half. So, um, one of his last big moves from jail was this thing called the United order. And this kind of did fuck shit up a little bit. Um, 
So with the United Order, he's he cuts the FLDS into upper class and working class. So he makes the 15 um, interview every single person in FLDS and will split up families. So like uh, a sister and a, and a brother will be taken to the United Order, but then the rest of the family has to stay in working class. The top of the United Order they redistribute wealth. So if you're like a baptized United Order member, you get to move into the mansion. You get a like a maid service and a food service and you get like lobster once a week, right? Yeah. And then the working class has to, is 40 people to one house and they get rations of rice, beans, and a loaf of bread. They're literally starving. It's just the psychological thing that Warren figured out with all that time in jail, which is kind of the shitty thing when all you have is time, you can learn how to be professionally malicious. His whole thing was like, I need to get control over my people again. If I make it so that the top is so fucking happy, they'll never question anything. And the bottom, all they want to do is get to the top then no one will question what's going on with me in jail. You know, if a working class family, all they want in life is upward movement in the church so they can become a United Order member and have lobster dinners and steaks and live in a mansion, then like I've completely sidetracked them. You know what I mean? From the real problem. Um, But then June 2017... Lyle Jeffs was arrested on um, fraud, like food stamp fraud, like welfare fraud, all this shit. And yeah. it, um, the this FBI um, special agent who's been trying to get him for a while because he's been on the run said, um, the long arm of the law will eventually catch up with you and bring you back to justice. And then this, my, my favorite one, where did he say? Um he now that he is back in the loving embrace of law enforcement is what that FBI special agent was quoted saying when he they found um Lyle Jeffs hiding in South Dakota and he was being extradited to Utah. Yeah. Um so with Lyle Jeffs being arrested for fraud all like remaining tentacles of the Jeffs family and Warren are out of short Creek. Yeah. And with his arrest last year, um, the FLDS members have reformed and removed the, um, United order, upper class, middle class divide, which in this like terrible fucking story with brainwashed people and child rape and child marriage, it's kind of like the only glimmer of hope yeah, that like they see clearly now yeah, that, that they'll get better. And currently, the UEP has the which is the FLDS property. The all that assets are in the custody of the Utah court system. The Utah court system is working with reformed members who left who want to buy back the area because like, that's the only way to get it back. Right. It's not to punish the members that are in there. It's to fucking force assimilation. Yeah. yeah it's yeah. to force. And so like, um, that's like the whole, uh, you know, gay people going to the grand opening of Chick-fil-A thing. Yeah. It's so, like, um, yeah, they fucking suck, but you got to work from the inside up, yeah. not the up down. So this is the only piece of information that is semi good. Yeah. Um, as of May 5th, 2018, the sprawling 44-bedroom house 
Warren Jeffs's mansion, surrounded by towering brick walls that was the base for the polygamous sect, has been converted into a transition house for former FLDS members and a sober living center. Um, it's the largest sign of the group's dwindling control in the small community of the Utah Arizona border. Um, Jeff's 65th wife, Brielle Decker, was granted the right to buy the home for a discounted price of $600,000 by a community board overseeing the redistribution of the Short Creek properties. Um, she left LDF, She left FLDS six years ago. As of 2018, she didn't have enough money, so she sought someone who would help her, and she found this missionary group. Um, so then she they split the mansion, so it's a reform place to help assimilate FLDS members who are leaving, and it's also um, a sober living house. Nice. And um, it's got, like, a fun name, and she was quoted saying um, she wanted the house that stood as a symbol of oppression to her and other former sect members into something that would spark hope. So. Well, that's that's, amazing. That's where we're at. That's current day. What's happening in short Creek. And there are a bunch of organizations, um, nonprofits, mostly run by former members um, who try to help get people out and assimilated because the hardest part is assimilating it's when when they hit that wall of realizing that they aren't prepared for life that they go back so i mean it's difficult for regular lds people to do that yeah and they haven't Mm. been through a tenth of what the fundamentalist people have been through yeah so just incredible yeah so uh let's hope that's the death knell of uh the flds religion yeah no i agree that's kind of thing. And if you have a few extra dollars burning in your pocket that you don't want to give to us, give to these nonprofit organizations because the state of Utah's hands are tied as far as what they can do. It's literally these former members who are going in and being like, there's potential in these children and they don't deserve to be raised like this. Hell yeah. So yeah, that's um, FLDS. Oh, well, so that wasn't such a bad note to end on. Yeah. I told Warren you I Jeffs tried is, to find something yeah, good. Warren Jeffs is starving to death yep. and uh, going insane. Yeah, because he'll he's be alone. like 80 something by the time he comes up for parole. And by way the to, way, he's still going on a hunger strikes. He'll kill himself before then. Way to fucking call his bluff that he talks to God, by the way. Mm-hmm. Texas. Yeah. Texas is like, oh, you have conversations with God? Well, you, you guys go have plenty of time to talk. Mm hmm. Enjoy 23 hours alone for the rest of your life every day. The only time he's not alone is when he showers. So fingers crossed that he gets a little stabby stab. Yeah. Hmm. Right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) So, yeah. (sighs) Fucking. That's basically it. All righty. Well, everyone, fucking hail Satan. Yeah, hail Satan. And have a good week. I'm all fucked up over this episode. Yeah, I'm glad that th- I'm done with this. It's kind of been rotting my brain. Yeah, it's a lot. Because, like, also, when you're trying to find, like, what they're... C- this May 5th, 2018, like, not a lot of good shit has happened. And up until this, like, halfway house, it was just a bunch of sad stories about these 20-year-old girls getting interviewed by Vice being like, I have PTSD. And you're just like, ah, and they're like, and I don't know how to read. And you're just like, oh, my God. (laughs) What the fuck? um, I have PTSD. Also, I can't spell PTSD. (laughs) So, yeah, it's 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 been rough. It's very rough and it's very sad. So, yeah, I don't know. But there's some nice things happening. All right. Well, uh, I guess we'll have to do another. What? uh, Hail Satan. I guess. Yeah. Hail Satan one more time. 
Hail oh. Satan and fuck Warren Jeffs. I hope he I hope he gets stabbed in Texas. Gets 